Hello and welcome to the Bible Study Girl podcast. Uh, the first verse, first verse, first voice that you're hearing is that of Bible Study Brother because this is a, a special episode of our uh, of the BSG Book Club uh, series, Boundaries, uh, Chapter 9. And the reason that you do not hear the Bible study girl is because we are doing, uh, like I said, Chapter 9, Boundaries and Your Spouse. And therefore, I brought in a Bible study sister-in-law uh, <laughs> or Bible study my wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't how to, know how to do that. Um uh, let's just have let's, the thing. let's just have BSG uh, correct it later. Yeah, she'll I don't know whatever whatever Sarita puts down in the description is what she is. Um, but we brought her in so that way we as a uh, as a young, uh, vibrant married couple uh, <laughs> can <laughs> discuss uh, the chapter and be able to give uh, testimony to what we gained. Um, things that we've learned and the like. Um, be sure uh, that you guys are checking out our YouTube page. The link is down in the description now. I know I, I realized I had been saying that and it had not been down in the description. Didn't know. Uh, but now, as of this episode, it is has always been in the description. So that way you can get to the YouTube and subscribe. Uh, so that way you can see all the videos and things that we're putting up. Uh, we appreciate you guys' support on the front end and are glad that you are here to join us. So, wife. Um, Hello. We have endeavored to go through uh, chapter nine of boundaries. Um, so that way we can give our perspective. And uh, as we often do, we're not going to um, rehash the entire chapter. We're just going to highlight uh, spots that... Um, really spoke to us and that really um, have changed viewpoints or perspectives for us uh, and helped us grow um, as a married couple. So I want to start with uh, what was the most interesting thing you got out of the chapter? The most interesting thing I got out of the chapter was uh, the res- who's responsible for what kind mm. of portion talking about uh Oh, is this yours, mine, or ours? Is this yours, mine, or ours? Yeah. Yeah. For the record, I want to (laughs) be transparent here. Uh, Bible Study Brother has the physical copy of the book. I listened to the book on Libby. So if you have the Libby app, it is available for you to listen to. It's really great. The narration ain't ain't too bad. Um, So I may mispronounce some of the the sections. Um, But yeah, the section on is it yours, mine, or ours, like kind of defining what feelings actually are stating you know i feel sad or i feel happy or i feel um alone instead of i feel that you dot 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 which is more a a, your thoughts on a situation or you kind of criticizing the circumstances you're not taking ownership of how you actually how those circumstances make you feel um the other thing that I thought was interesting uh, in terms of the responsibility was what we do about those feelings. So I feel sad because I don't think we spend enough time together is an example, right? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe y'all spend a lot of time together, but when uh, your spouse is away, you feel sad or alone uh, because your spouse needs space, right? 
what do you do with those feelings? Well, you take responsibility oh, for those feelings. I get, I get what you're kind <laughs> you, of doing. You, well, not kind of doing. You're, you're, you're combining front end I am, and back I end am, of chapter, which is like, I was like, it's like, kind of like, yeah, I'm jumping around. So, so forgive me. <laughs> but so <laughs> if that's the case, taking responsibility for those feelings and then doing something about it because you are responsible for your wants, needs and desires, not your spouse, not the other person which I think is counterintuitive to the way that most people think about marriage and most pe- and how marriage is, so, you know, is advertised to us. Just, um, I don't even think it's just um, beholden to marriage. Like I know that for me, um, one of the big issues when we first started dating in high school was my uh, thoughts on that. I made you responsible for everything. Mm. And... How so? Oh, uh, you know, so... Being with you, like I, I used to call you my muse and everything, because like being with you just made me happy, and therefore it was easier to write songs and do all this stuff when I was doing it. Um, but then, like when you left um, for our brief stint or whatever, being well, when brief, but uh, for the amount of time in we the grand were scheme of up, things, I mean, it, it, it feels brief now. Yeah. It feels so very brief. very brief. But anyway, um, but. At the time, I made you so responsible that I'm then not taking accountability for the things that I needed to do. Mm. You know, I needed a better relationship with God. I needed to not tie uh, my chastity and everything else to our relationship. Mm. Yeah, I, I tied um, uh, not or or I tied cursing in my music. Like I have like six songs that I remember where I was just like, nope. Didn't matter. It added to nothing. I'm doing. I'm, I'm back out here, and that's, it's it's real, oh, real wow. raw rap, raw rap. And um, you know, uh, it was so difficult because I tied all those things to you. Like literally, I went from, you know, I was writing every day, mm. um, from probably ninth grade. Well, no, not even ninth grade. From junior high on up to. Like I said, I wrote those six songs within the year. And then, like, for about, it was a while. Like, I just felt like I was the biggest failure in the world. And I wasn't wow. going to pick it back up. And one until, um, shout out to Myron, uh, came back around that I was even able to get back into music in a way that, like, I'm doing this for me. Right. And and not for me in a way, but in, like, I'm going to use my purpose and my talents as I've learned more now. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, but to some degree yeah. for you, like, yeah. you know, not but, well, not, yeah, not yeah, in yeah, a selfish yeah. sense, but in a in a self-aware, you know, oh, um, yeah. healthy oh. sense, uh, you are doing yeah. it for yourself. And right. because you are, again, responsible for your needs, wants and desires. And so that was one of the things that I thought yeah. was most interesting and probably something um, I know personally I need to work on and be more aware of. But I know we're going to talk more about that later on. So I'll, I'll save that. That's one of the things. Uh, for me, I think it was um, that same part in uh, realizing how then to uh, give you what it is that I needed by by trying more so to explain. I, I tell you all the time because you are um, so reactionary to not liking conflict at all. And you just <laughs> immediately want to go into however it is that you can fix it. Yes. And then I always say to you, I said, well, if you're not letting me tell you what's wrong with me, doctor, you can't fix anything. True. And so trying and learning to do that better, because I know that as long as I can say I feel, 
um, that doesn't disarm you to immediately feel offense or go into a place of disconnecting. Well, I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't do. And uh, disconnecting yourself from the conversation, it opens a, a, a huge door for understanding and hopefully for you to be able to like f- be able to listen without feeling the need to immediately cut off and just try and go to a solution that's not going to solve anything because you don't know what you're solving. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that aspect of like, okay, so in certain arguments that we've had, recognizing, oh, this is a me thing. This is how I feel. And you're not responsible for that. And so this is what I would like to do. And sometimes like I reject it because I'm trying to do it together. Right. And it's like, no, this is something that, you know, this is my feeling. Like I can then present to you what I would like to do with that um, in a way of like a boundary setting or whatever. Like, hey, this hurt my feeling or this causes me to feel like our structure is 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 crumbling because I feel this when this happens. And I feel you know, that I need to take steps to do that. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to continue feeding into this because it's doing nothing for what I need. Um, I I especially remember as they were talking uh, later in the chapter in the part that that you were discussing earlier, which is, um, I think it's the, let me see here. Um, well, it is a, a question of balance, right? Because uh, you were bringing up the example of this couple where um, they were discussing um, spending time with one another, and she always wanted to spend time, and he was so not wanting to do that all the time that he would go out of his way to make sure that he was out doing something a lot. It, well, he said uh, twice a week, mm-hmm. or twice and, a week, and, and then one after weekend, one afternoon, afternoon on but, he would go out to, with friends and stuff to a game. Um, or the golf and so i thought about that and i remember very vividly the first two years of our marriage in you going out and like or just you going out in general that i probably mm-hmm. still had certain uh uh insecurities if you will about mm. that not in the sense that i thought you were like out here being out here or something like that but <laughs> well certainly not in the way that you know because i wasn't out doing something because right. I had given up a lot of my friendship time and stuff because a lot because I I couldn't go out and do as many well this is the single guy stuff and then I didn't have as many friends that were into gaming and, and anime in the way that I am so it wasn't like I could go out and do stuff because I don't want to go to like a football game I'm not really trying to go to the strip club or something like that I'm not really trying to um you know, do certain things that they would consider the masculine things that you need to be doing all the time. I want to do, I want to go and play games. I want to go and eat somewhere. Like I want to go travel or, or, or do whatever or something that's, you. that's, you know, uh, whatever. And like, yeah, I, I will go play basketball for like hours on end. I haven't done it in so long, but used to, that used to be like my thing because it was just fun. But anyway, and what would happen is you would be out and it's like, I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, even if I wanted to, like, as they're saying in the book to create the balance of like, hey, if you like, uh, I think another one of the examples was if you're late, uh, the Leaving. husband like, leave, hey, I yeah. want to leave at this time. Right. And I've expressed it to you. And, and if you're, you're not ready, I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. Yeah. 
And again, Homer's like, well, I wanted to be on time. You did not. Mm-hmm. And, you know? and making it clear that that was not, that was your choice. You, you did things that led to that consequence. I'm not going to suffer for your consequence. Right. Um, and so what's funny is I couldn't even do that because even if my consequence was, cause you would expect to go out <laughs> and come home and immediately get attention. Yes, I would. And I would be like, but you was gone all night. You'd be no mad and pouty because I <laughs> and would be withdrawn ready. because I would be tired uh-huh. because at that point, like. There would have been no proper communication. As and I you thought you were going to yeah, be home yeah. and everything else. And I'm like, yes. And I do take responsibility and I, and I, but for I, that portion. But the funny portion yeah. is I couldn't even give a consequence of going to sleep because I can't sleep. Because <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to just go to sleep without you. We'll then see. There being but it's but it's interesting because you're kind of like you did like what you mentioned I was doing earlier. You're kind of mixing the two together because yeah. on the one hand, yes, if I as like the responsible party to you mm-hmm. and not communicative in a, in a sense of uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to strive to be home at this time. This is a time you can expect me to be home mm-hmm. and actually adhere to that. Or at least in my case, I would try to give you updates like, Hey, we're winding down. I should be home soon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, soon to you might be 10 <laughs> minutes. Well, no, you know, I, I know. Your and so you're, <laughs> I know, you know, my timing range now, but I mean, then I'm talking about then. <laughs> then I knew it too. You did not, was, you had just, yes, you just had I low did. expectations. No, I knew it because <laughs> I knew, like, I knew what I, I've always known because of how observant of you I am. Right. The things that are still just within your. And for the thing. record, soon means like 30 minutes to an hour. Just like you know, and, again, for me, always that's a, what it is. Thirty minutes to an hour. It is a range. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, you, I won't you know, lie to, to the people. It means thirty to... minutes to an hour, and uh, because I don't like, I don't. If I tell you soon, I'm not. I don't want to be more than an hour behind when I text you. That <laughs> that, that 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 is true. However, so that's that's <laughs> one end, right? Like that's that's his end of the of the consequence. However, on my end, though, if we're going back to the original example. I need time. I am a person who likes to go out and have experiences. And he and I both have a lot of things in common that we enjoy doing together. But we also have things that we know the other person doesn't enjoy as much Mm. or we need time apart. And that's something that personally as a as a in terms of my creative process and the way that I I live in general, I need that. I need space Mm -hmm. because I want to have a reason to come back and tell you everything that just happened. Those cute little videos where they're like, girl, you can tell me, but you already know I'm going to tell my husband. Like, that, <laughs> that's like, you you should understand that you're telling us both. But anyway, uh, not always, but just, just say it, <laughs> you know, because he's my best friend. So I want to go out and experience stuff. And so the, and in the original example, what he's saying is that the guy in this situation, the husband, he needed an opportunity to miss her. She was always available. She was always texting while he was at work. She was always waiting for him when he got home. He never had any time away to actually miss her and actually want and long for her. And so when I'm coming home from these situations, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I I just had a great time with my friends. And there was a time in my life where I would go have fun with friends or family and I wouldn't want it to end because like this is the highlight of my situation right now. This is the highlight of my life, being able to connect with people. But that's not the case anymore. I can go do those things and have fun. And the highlight is I can't wait to get back to share it with you. So I'm like, 
very excited and waiting to be like, oh, we're going to be so in love. We've had this time away. I, I really missed being with him. I've created this space now. And then I get there and he's like, no. So <laughs> I think that balance that you're describing uh, is really, really important. I don't, I, I feel like we've kind of presented it in a way well, where there's this, it's like <laughs> this strange mixture. And in the no, book, no, it's presented it's, in a way where there are uh, distinct boundary or lines between no yeah but i mean that might not always be it's it's the the entirety of using all of these things so it's not like a mixture of something you're losing something or whatever but like i think our um the biggest struggles in that regard was like even in that it was like there was so much like as 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 much as my uh sister accuses me of being the introverted one i'm not no you're not not in that that way like i'm I'm fine with being with people but i mean like you know how much I just, that's not my, because you are so into people mm-hmm. that it like drives me away from people. <laughs> Dang. Because it's like, I have been wanting for so long because we, yeah. you know, like it, it, we, 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 we started dating in high school and therefore you don't, you get time together, but you got to share with everybody because you're a kid. And you're at school. You know, and so my mind at that point in time is like, all right, when we get our time, it's me and you. And even when we talked about it, you know, like our big aspirations when we were uh, in high school was we were going to get married at 25? Yeah, 22. We were going to have kids. We were going to start having kids at 25. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Because we were going to... We wanted to get married married right after college. We wanted to to give it an appropriate amount of time for the adults to be all right with us getting married. That's essentially what we wanted. Even though we probably would have done it earlier. Yeah. Um, But after that, we were going to move to Italy because I was going to go to culinary school there and you were gonna like shoot films and do plays and and stuff i think i was gonna write honestly um write and dance that's what i was gonna do i think so i think that's what it was if if i hadn't destroyed all of our uh notebooks there would be evidence somewhere (laughs) of any of this but um the funny thing about that was i was just ready to be away from everything because i knew there was something in me that needed the separation from family to gain my own sense of who I was, I which think, yeah. you know, which is why God yeah. presented me with the separation from you, so I could get right a thing of who I was at that right. time, um, because we otherwise would have just been kind of so caught up in we would have been codependent examples, yeah, and it wouldn't have been what we needed for it to be, right. and so I just think about that in the sense of like finally getting to that time because in my mind. A lot of what this brought up, so I'm I'm even getting on to like the so like the resolution, right? Is is the most difficult part of the chapter that uh for me because resolving, which in a lot of ways means you let go of your angers, you let go of your your, you lay down your life. You you just you I was just gonna bring that up all these different things was difficult for me because a lot of the time, like I've been trying like to let go of the anger is to lose. Mm. Mm. To to let go of the anger is, um, is telling them they beat you. Ooh. Is telling them that they ain't got to understand. Wow. Um, and I know wow. sometimes that um, especially when like when we when we talk we talk before about like how like if I'm being chastising or if I'm trying to like make a point. 
your thing was always, well, if you just say it nice, and I'd receive me. it better. I'll, I'll, and I'll it, and it doesn't. And like, and, in my and mind, by I'm encourage, like, no. <laughs> you got to be specific. So by encourage, not you specifically. I'm not talking about you, baby. I'm just saying. Uh, when you say something like you have to encourage me. So encouragement does not always mean you have to say pretty words to me. It doesn't always mean you have to say, baby, you're the best. Blah. And that's not what encouragement means um, in terms of how I understand it. I don't know. I, I feel this in this moment. So I hope that this will help someone as they listen to it. When you're encouraging a person or you're saying something that's difficult to hear from a place of encouragement, mm. you're saying it from a place of, I know that I can say this and I know you can do this. Not a, so it's, so it's more of a restorative practice rather than a destructive one. Because oftentimes mm. when we say things like you did this wrong and you did that. And a lot of times I know personally, I I did internalize a lot of the, lectures and rough things that I had to go through in terms of when my mother was would chastise me or when uh any of my my guardians my you know family members would berate well not berate me they would chastise me um I would feel so uh inadequate Mm -hmm. and depowered like I would feel like I'm, I'm powerless in this situation uh, to not only defend myself because I don't necessarily think that what you're saying to me is accurate of who I am internally. Mm-hmm. While it might be something I did, it's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can't defend myself, but also I don't even know if I'm capable of doing what you're asking me to do because you just keep telling me what I don't do. Right. And so mm-hmm. when we talk about encouragement, I, I really, I really pray that people start to start to think a little differently about what that word actually means mm-hmm. uh, and how they use it. Because, you know, we, yeah, like that's, yes, that's what I felt. Like um, to say. <laughs> and then the, the balance of, of all of that, or the point I was getting to was yeah. more so um, the difficulty is more so in what they were talking about in balance, what they were talking about, like in the earlier boundaries, which is, I f- would feel sometimes that like like I said earlier, if I can if I do this in the way that she's asking me or in the way that I'm thinking you're asking me, I guess or whatever, like you'll never feel the consequence yes. of whatever it is uh, that yes. like, of, of what I'm actually feeling because mm-hmm. you'll just be like, well, Oh well, yeah, we're good. And like, that is yes. especially if yes, I'm encouraging sir. in the way that you're saying that's good. it's like cause if I'm like, You did great on this. And that's <laughs> yeah. You did. You did great at On this, this. Uh, at this specific thing. thing, right? And then it's like, but so. And then if you ask the question, well, so what did I? And then I'm like, these are the things. Like, exactly. And I need. And then it's like, instead of feeling inflated, you're deflated because it's like, yes, you got the one thing done, which is encouraging because it means you are growing. You're like, oh. But even but in the way you're saying that, exactly, it's very clear that, that in the are. delivery, there's a there's a big old hole here. Well, because I'm trying <laughs> to express like because the need is mm-hmm. like, hey, my need is this. Yes, this is what I need. Right. These are the these are how these things come. So if it's like a uh, uh, random thing, clothes, right? Okay. So if I'm like, hey, I need the clothes cleaned yes. and folded yes you cleaning them yes it's great uh-huh the lack of folding right causes still anxiety because i'm yes. still not able to do the mm-hmm. fullness of what i'm trying to do and i'm like hey you cleaned them 
I'm not expecting that if I'm like, hey, you cleaned them, that you then understand <laughs> I still need you to fold them. And like, or the ramifications of, okay, you cleaned, you didn't fold, which means I still have to do this part. Yes. And when I come in to do this part, it takes away from this other thing that I'm doing. It, it puts me behind on this, puts me to, to this point. And therefore, like, I'm not under, like, I'm still not getting what it is that I needed. And therefore, encouraging you feels incorrect because mm-hmm. I don't know what that leads you to. If I'm like, I'm showing like if and even if I show you like, hey, thank you for doing this. I'm still going to have to do this. This is if, if, if I'm going to be, you know, if I'm telling you these things, does that feel encouraging or do am I supposed to just like leave it alone and just say, well, hey, I'm glad you cleaned it. No, no. See, I st- and that's that's kind of what I was getting. at. I think that's why uh I felt the problem to say that in that moment is it's not about when you say things like encouragement, it's not just about you did great at this. Good job. I'm going to give you a golden star. It's about, no, these are my expectations. You did this, which is awesome, but you did not do this or just straight up. Hey, can you please do this? I, I noticed you did that. That was awesome, but you didn't do this part. Can you go ahead and do that? You know, like just the expectation and the understanding that, I know you can do this. I know you're willing to do this. Please go do this. You know, now and you're you, smiling you like, know. Huh. because but, you know, hold on, because okay. you know that you are so like. I will start with exactly. I'm not saying it's going to work all the time. And okay, don't, don't okay, give, okay, no. This okay, is not a. This okay. is not a catch all. Like I just wanted to, like, just wanted to be sure because I'm like, brought fam, that up, I thought you know I'd I've, mention that because I that is one of the things we learned or that I learned in therapy every now and again the years ago that I went. Uh, cause I'm not going to like, I got to be real transparent about that. Cause I want to do more therapy, but I'm not going to present myself as if I'm, I'm doing it in the way that I would like to currently. Right. But anyway, so I will say, and I'm like, fam, I said on the front end, but that, that goes back to what you were, <laughs> what, what I feel you were going th- to get to yes. in, when you, when you first mentioned this portion. Right. So once you get past the point of laying down your life, which is to lay down your control over or your, your projected control over the mm. other person, right? You lay down your anger. Okay, look, that, cause that's not, that's not getting us anywhere. Mm. Instead, I'm going to do what I know I can do, which is control me. Yeah. These are the boundaries that I have. These are my limits. This is where I can draw the line. Anything beyond this line is a consequence that is a result of your or the other person's actions. Mm. Having those lines in place, whatever those lines are, and I think that determining that, um, of course, is is can be difficult, and that's, that's why I really appreciate the tools he gives at the end of the, the chapter. But you know, having those lines in place so that as you lay down your you know your life, you let and you do it in love, you're coming from a place of love. It does feel more empowering because you're you're willingly submitting to the Lord at that point, like. it's just like that concept of forgiveness, right? You're forgiving the other person, not because they necessarily deserve it. You know, it's because you've experienced forgiveness for all of the things that you've done from the Lord. Mm. You're saying to the Lord, Hey, this person did an injustice to me. They did wrong to me, but I don't have to be responsible or present to see them get reap what they've sown. Mm. Like I'm removing myself from that circumstance because that's not my job. Vengeance is the Lord's. And in that I'm experiencing freedom. I'm walking in newness. I'm walking in life. 
not, you know, and so it's, so it's that kind of trade-off. I'm saying, okay, these are my boundaries. This is my line. And it really is interesting to see how that is supposed to play out in a marriage, which is the closest relationship I feel like you can have, um, short of maybe parenting, um, which is the The next next chapter. chapter. (laughs) Um, so we'll go into, uh, the steps of resolution. I'll just go through them and maybe I'll stop in some points uh, every now and again. But, uh, number one is inventory. The symptom is like, first we have to recognize what the problem is. Uh, and then we have to agree that we're going to solve it. Um, it can be, you know, whether it be uh, frequency of sex, discipline in children, lack of togetherness or unfair spending of money, which I know, can be an issue between the both of us in terms of like making the actionable steps after, uh, after the, having discussions. Well, yeah, but also after like seeing like, Hey, we want to make this financial change. Like I remember, um, before we got married as we we're trying to get this money together for, um, the wedding, I was like, you know, I had stopped a lot. You did. Cause you I were was amazing. Uh, you know, I, I just started collecting comics during a really great time in comics. Um, and I don't think I was buying video games or something like that or, or other little stuff that I, like, that I wanted. Because uh, I put all this stuff because I knew how much that would be. And then a lot of stuff like you'd be like, hey, I need this. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need And I'm like, um, this ain't going to help us with the wedding, but uh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And mm-hmm. then when we, you know, instead of like kind of taking those actionable steps, I just kind of relented, which um, the next part or step two is identify the specific boundary problem. It's like, so where were the boundaries being stepped over? And it's like, well, our finances are being stepped over because we don't, we're we're bringing together a unified finance or mm-hmm. we're trying to. right? And it's not about whether or not you got the money to spend it because you went and worked and this is your check. Like this affects both of us. It affects because while today that is a, an affordable thing, future wise you've hindered us somewhere or future wise we've hindered us our, ourselves because of a decision today to not invest in our future. And I like that you brought, I think that's a wonderful example. Uh, the other example that I want to just, mentioned here that the book kind of talks about is like the way that a person may be having their boundaries violated in other areas so they overstate a boundary in a in a particular area so like the finances they're they're acquiescing acquiescing there right or they're acquiescing in other places and because of that when it comes to something like spending time together no we're doing it this way and they're very adamant about that because there's that imbalance of, of boundaries in other places. Which I think leads into step three, which is find the origins of the conflict. Because mm-hmm. uh, after you do all this stuff, you need to kind of look into what it is that is causing on this. What spiritually is causing this? What stronghold is putting you in a position that you don't know that it's a spiritual thing? Like you're you're yeah. experiencing different traumas and and where the original boundary was violated. So it might not be in this current relationship. It might be with your parents. It might be with people that you've had relationship with before, friends and things like that. Like in the past. So getting to the root of that that experience and that boundary violation. Uh, step four was taking the good, which 
This involves making sure that you have a support system right. around you. Yes. Um, you are, we do not live in a vacuum. And a lot of the times you got to build up with the examples of what it is you're trying to see. So you can't often go and uh, go off and ask your single friends. How should I deal with my husband's How should I deal with my married issues? <laughs> um, and it's not to put them in a bad spot because right. there are things that they can help with. But in regards to like strengthening, you got to have a support group of like, okay, who is the older married couple or who is the married couple that is going through the same things ish that are also trying to do better that can understand mm -hmm. from an unbiased point of view how to encourage can i go talk to my pastor can i go talk to um you know uh anybody you know an and, elder and then, in your community or your church uh you know a deacon in some cases who, whoever you know is in that the lord has brought it to your life but this is an area personally that i i really hope that that bible study brother and i are able to Kind of growing is connecting with a, oh, uh, sorry, y'all. I more also of a forgot. I dropped system. my whole thing. Uh, it is I, Bible study brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over Gray. And, <laughs> and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Yes, thirty minutes in. Um, <laughs> but it is though. You, I mean, you, you've got but, the evidence of that now. Uh, which uh, <laughs> number five is practice? Yeah. Um, and and I mean, like that's one of the things that I think sometimes the planning period of these things can get you caught up. Because you get so much in the planning that it makes it harder for you to practice. Well, the beautiful thing about what um, he says is to do it in a safe environment. Yeah. Right. And so with people that you already have stable relationships with that, you know, love you unconditionally. So I think that that can kind of help with that part. That um, part. Six is say no to the bad, which is putting limits on the bad in your relationship. You know, it's, it's standing up to abuse, saying no to unreasonable demands. Uh, remembering the parable of talents, there was no growth without risk and uh, facing up to fear. Right. Being successful is not as important as stepping out and yes. trying. Yeah. Uh, seven, which is one of the things that they, you know, every marriage counselor and every, or a lot of them, <laughs> uh, I should say, because I cannot speak for everybody. Um, and a lot of encouragement is always forgive. They always say, you know, don't go to bed upset. Um, because again, I did a whole sermon on this. The person you're hurting is not them. Yeah. You are only hurting yourself. Yeah. You you are holding in resentment and bitterness, which turns into um which in a spiritual realm then turns into physical things on you. Disease. It can turn into disease, yeah. sickness, uh higher cholesterol, everything else. Because a lot of times, you know, there are so many people who like eating quote unquote bad foods doesn't affect them, but it's because <laughs> They're not harboring other things within themselves that circumvents that. Like, if you have anxiety on top of eating bad, then all these things are, like, compounding. Yeah. Um, number eight is becoming proactive. So, it's instead of allowing someone else to be in control of those things, you start stepping forward because you know that that's the thing for you. Uh, you know, like, i got to clean this or i got to go and do this or i got to work on this. Um, and I have to get in front of it because if I let it slip, then it's going to affect me in a negative fashion. Um, and then, uh, lesson nine was learn to love and freedom and responsibility. Remember the goal of boundaries is love and coming out of freedom. Like at the end of it, you're not setting a boundary, especially not with your partner who 
you have become one with to isolate anybody. You're doing this to grow the love and grow the environment for um, love, which is often really hard and really difficult because, like I said, you are dealing with so many different aspects of um, where your boundaries weren't set. You know, uh, being, and we talk about this often with our trio, being in a codependent relationship as such it was, it was difficult to then step out and try and like lead with love or separate because you're so used to this being the definition of love. Right. And so stepping into new places or stepping into places for yourself, things that are going to help you be better and have a a much more nourishing relationship with God are frightening. They'll cause anger because you're fighting against a lie that you don't know is a lie. Like codependency in and of itself is, is a lie to you that you cannot do on your own. Um, and on your own more so in, in the sense of like you cannot have the confidence to walk in the boldness of, of the freedom of, of the Lord more so is what I mean. Because sometimes like we, we know that we need people, but you have to assess how and where and with God always. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Those were some of the things. Uh, did I ask you what was the most difficult for you with the, with the book? I kind of mentioned the most difficult aspect, um, I think, for me, is a, in terms of what we just read, uh, definitely getting to the origins of where certain boundaries have been violated for me mm-hmm. uh, and why it is so, why it, it presents a sense of anxiety sometimes to mm-hmm. try to establish uh, clear boundaries with different people. Um and and get it and working through that, working through what those are, taking responsibility for what I want, need, and desire, and then you know because oftentimes we we I think there's a place in our culture um, as Black people, mm-hmm. as Christians, uh, where we believe we have to just and and thanks be to God, our uh, pastor was actually talking about this today, where we think we just have to stand and take it. Uh, otherwise you're being selfish. Otherwise you're being self-centered. Otherwise you're doing something negative and that's sinful. Uh, but that's not biblical. That's not right. And that actually provides a foothold for the enemy. Yeah. Well, and also, so, you know, uh, well, thinking about it in a sense of like, because the, the bigger portion, I think also what he was mentioned, mentioning um, is just because we as believers cannot be possessed by principalities and other things does not mean we cannot be oppressed, influenced or oppressed, oppressed yeah. and yeah. influenced by them. Yeah. And so often you get into a place where you, the biggest lie is that you have to suffer alone. The biggest, yes. uh, the biggest deception mm-hmm. sometimes is this is what, the, you know, this is what you should do. This you know, you can't, yeah. you got to present this. You always have to present this. And it's like, no, we uh, biblically, and that's not even correct. We, you know, we mourn together. We did all these things together in a way that like was uplifting to get you back to the place where you needed to be. We took care of uh, those that are wounded and hurt. And you can't, um, you can never um, not tell a diagnosis and expect to be healed. Mm, you have good. to say what's going on, but you also have to be able to give yourself a scan to figure those things out. Right. And when you're trying to deny those things, 
it doesn't make the problem go away. No. It just causes the problem to grow because you're acquiescing to the oppression. You're giving in to something you feel you deserve when condemnation is not of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. What so, about you? Anyway. Uh, well, no, that, I started mine because mine was the whole the, oh, the, yes, the resolution right. part that's of right. it in all. So that was my biggest thing. I think that like overall, um, after we are at six years of marriage, we'll be at seven. Did you uh, say six? Actually. Yeah. That was, oh, goodness. For some reason, I thought I heard 60. My God. No, 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 no. We're not even that old yet. No, praise <laughs> the Lord. Uh, uh, I don't know if this podcast will be that long, but Oof. hopefully, man, if it is, and like we, we've, we've given it to somebody or, or whatever that we'll be able to talk about 60 years. But in six years of marriage, I think um, getting this book was one of those things that has allowed me to focus solely on being better um, for me to be better for you to be better as a um, person first um, relationship with God, but secondarily as a uh, husband, as a brother, as a friend, um, because improper boundaries cause so many stumbles. Uh, they cause so much uh, trepidation and just anxiety of like things because you don't feel as equipped to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, and even what we're talking about today is um, putting on the armor, the full armor. Yes. And you got to put on the full armor because what you're fighting is not physical. It doesn't even have a lot of times things to do with the person that's sitting across from you as much as it does like finding the roots of what spiritual, you know, disconnect is going on here. Mm -hmm. What is the actual need? What are the things that uh, you can do in connection with God um, to solve these things? So all on, all in all, we appreciate you guys for listening. Remember that now, as I say this, all of the links to our social media are down in the description. If you'd like to get in contact with us to be a guest or to get prayer, uh, you can go to our Facebook page, Bible Study Girl, or Facebook.com slash Bible Study Girl, or uh, use the email Bible Study Girl at Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com, um, which will get you to um, us. And we do share this account. So if you need us to respond, uh, that is where we'll respond. And remember, guys, that it is not. Um, I preach. It's not you preach, but we preach. And until next time, keep preaching.